Welcome to the Linked Up Church Podcast. We are passionate about connecting people to God, family, purpose, and community. Today, Minister Diane Walker comes with a power-packed message entitled, Time Out. And I promise you it's going to be a blessing. Get your pen and your pad ready, and let's go into the worship center and hear what God has for us today. Okay. So this morning, you know I always start off with a question, right? Y'all know how I do it. For those of you who've been around, I want to ask you a question because, you know, lately, just, I'm just going to ask a question. How many of you would admit that you are feeling, especially in this time of life and where we're living and all the things that are going on, that you're feeling just overwhelmed? You're busier than ever, aren't we? We're so busy. We're going and doing. And it'll make you kind of feel like, do you, have, you feel like, Lord, there's got to be something else. Got to be something more. I'm missing something. And lately, I've been having that FOMO syndrome. How many of you know what that is? Fear of missing out. I've been having that lately, and it's been like a, like a void. Anybody else feel that? Like a void. And you're trying to figure out. What it is? What's going on? What's happening, Lord? Is it because I'm getting older? What is it? Is it because I'm an empty nester? Praise God for being an empty nester. It's a beautiful thing. What is it? So today, we're going to dive into that. We're going to talk about that. If you will, turn to the foundation scripture found in Matthew 11, 28. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30, and I'll be reading out of the Message Bible. And it reads, are you tired, worn out, burn out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live, what, freely and lightly. So I want to talk about today. The title of my message will be Time Out. Time Out. Point number one is, I want to ask you this. Are you distracted? Are you distracted? Let me give you the meaning of distracted. And it breeds a drawing apart, separation. And this is the one that I know we all go through. Confusion from many objects crowding on the mind and calling attention different ways. Anxiety, mental uneasiness. Research has said, <laughs> somebody said, go on, girl. You know, research has said that we make 35,000 decisions a day. 35,000. I didn't know my brain could hold all that. 35,000 decisions a day. We are spouses, girlfriends, boyfriends, 
We got jobs. Some of y'all got babies, those babies in diapers. Some of y'all, we making dinner. We working. We going to school. We're answering emails. Some of us are taking care of our elderly parents. There's football practice. There's soccer practice. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a whole lot. Would you say? What do we do with that? We got stuff coming from us in every direction. And don't forget, don't forget emails we got to answer. Phone calls we got to take. And that all-important social media. You know, we got to do that social media, don't we? So I did a little research. And with that social media, I just want to share some things with you. (laughs) While we're distracted. But before I do that, let's turn to Luke chapter 10, verse 39 through 42 from the Passion. And it reads, as Jesus and the disciples continued on the journey, they came to a village where a woman welcomed Jesus into her home. Her name was Martha, and she had a sister named Mary. Mary sat down attentively before the master, absorbing every revelation he shared. Martha became exacerbated or exasperated with finishing the numerous household chores in preparation for her guests. So she interrupted Jesus and said, Lord, don't you think it's unfair that my sister left me to do all the work by myself? You tell her to get up and help me. Verse 41, the Lord answered her, Martha, my beloved Martha, why are you upset and troubled? Pull away by all of these distractions. Mary has discovered the one thing most important by choosing to sit at my feet. She is undistracted, and I won't take that privilege from her. Martha was distracted with doing rather than being in the presence of the Lord. She got so caught up in preparing for the blessing that she almost missed her blessing. How many of us can say that? We get caught up in the doing and the business, telling ourselves this is gain, this is doing something for us. When the reality is we just busy. Because here's you got to think about it. Did the Lord tell us to do it? Why are we doing what what we're doing? Distractions. Mary sit at Jesus' feet. If we were in today's culture, the culture would have canceled, canceled Mary. Is that how they say it? They would have canceled her. Why? Because she sat at Jesus' feet. She got revelation. What's more important than revelation from God? She got revelation, but they would have canceled her because they said she's not holding her weight. She's lazy. She's not doing her job. Her sister doing all the work. The news media would have been there. Everybody would have been there and said she the 1%. Right? I said earlier, all the things we're doing, the 35,000 decisions we make a day, 
That's got to be exhausting for what we do. I know y'all tired. I know some of y'all tired and worn out. But here's the thing. We say we don't have any time. You, we say there's not enough hours in the day. Right? Social media. Let's take a look at that. The average American spends 1,300 hours, 54 days, two months on social media. What could you do in two months? Two months, mama. You told me to say it again, two months. What could you do in two months? But I'm going to give you one that's really going to blow your mind. What could you be doing with those two months? We spend in our lifetime 78,000 hours watching TV. Let me break it down for you, all right? That's 3,250 days or nine years of our life watching television. I don't know about you, but I don't have nine years to waste. I'm over 60. I don't have nine years to waste. But think about this. What could we have done with those nine years? You could get your undergrad and your grad degree in six years. In six years. Here's another thing. Not only the television, but let me tell you how much time we spend looking for something to watch. <laughs> we spend 2,943 hours or 122 days with the remote in our hand, not watching TV, but just looking for something to watch. But we say we don't have time. We say we're busy. We don't have time to do anything. We can't do nothing because we're busy. But we're doing this. We're doing this. Research says you could write a book. It said anywhere from four months to a year. Think about this. In nine years, you, have, you could have written nine books. And surely one of those would have been a New York Times bestseller. One of them would have been a New York Times bestseller. Nine books. More importantly, check this out. We, read, we can read the Bible, what, in about a year? We could have read the Bible nine times over. Do you know where we would be if we, had do, if we did that? We would be on a whole nother plane. But we don't have time. We ain't got no time. What's your distraction? Is pleasure your distraction? Remember David and Bathsheba, right? What's your distraction? Is your past your distraction? Is fear your distraction? Because we just sung, you can have my heart. Does he have your heart? When most of the time we're spending, it's contrary to spending it with him. But we don't have time. I'm guilty of it too. We don't have time. Distracted. No time. No hours. Do your kids need to be in all those sports? <laughs> because guess what? You become a cab. You're running around for them. Did God tell you to put them in the sports? And most of the time when you're taking them to all these activities, they're complaining because they're what? Tired just like you are. 
Is it necessary? Okay, we're going to move on to point number two because I can tell y'all ready for me to shut up. So I'm going to make it quick where I can shut up, get off this stage. I ain't coming back no more either. <laughs> point number two, are you discontent? It means not contented, dissatisfied, discontented, a restless craving for what one does not have. I'm guilty of that, and I know if I'm guilty of that, you are too. I'm guilty of all of these I'm reading. Philippians 4, verse 12 through 13 from the Passion, and it reads, I know what it means to lack, and I know what it means to experience overwhelming abundance, for I'm trained in the secret of overcoming all things, whether in fullness or in hunger. And I find that the strength of Christ's explosive power infuses me to conquer every difficulty. So if we know this, why are we discontent? Maybe because we don't know it. Maybe because we have not taken the time. And I say this every time I come up here. And every time I'm telling y'all this, I'm telling me this. We haven't taken the time. We don't know. We don't know we can be content because we haven't taken the time to find out why we're discontent. This was Paul speaking, and Paul said it in another translation. He said, I have learned to be content. It's not automatic. It's a choice. You have to choose. You've got to choose to be content. It is not automatic because there's too many things in this world that will stop you dead in your tracks. There's too many things going on. Go to 1 Timothy 6. In verse 6 from the Amplified, the AMP. And it says, but godliness actually is a source of great gain when accompanied by contentment. That contentment which comes from a sense of inner confidence based on the sufficiency of God. Yeah. Notice that last part, the sufficiency of God, not the sufficiency of Diane. Jude chapter 1 verse 16 from the Amplified. These people are habitual murmurers, griping and complaining, following after their own desires, controlled by passions. They speak arrogantly, pretending admiration and flattering people to gain an advantage. I know that's not none of us. I remember when we lived in Florida, real quickly, I got a few stories today, but I remember we lived in Florida. And um, um, I volunteered at my son's high school. I volunteered in the, counseling, uh, in the counseling department in whatever department they needed me in. And so I would have to we take, it was about a 30 minute drive to the school that we took him to. And of course he told me, don't tell nobody that you know me, don't tell nobody I'm your mama, don't tell me none of that. I said, okay, I won't, but one time I did. I don't care, you, I birth you, I'm gonna tell who I am. And I'm doing this for you, by the way. So the ladies started inviting me over to, um, over to their homes and they have little lunches and stuff. And we would get over there and uh, I was just amazed. You know, my son is going to this Ivy League school and they're in soccer and he's a star and he's the football player and he's this and this and this. But then in the same vein, they would talk about how their kids are wore out and tired. Going back to this scripture, speaking arrogantly, flattering people to gain an advantage. Most of the stuff they had their children in, the kids didn't even want to be in it. They didn't even want to take the kids. But because we're trying to keep up with who? All right, all right. Hebrew 
Hebrews 13, 5 from the Amplified says, let your character, your moral essence, your inner na nature be free from the love of money. Shun greed. Be financially ethical. That's a sermon by itself. Being content with what you have. For he has said, I will never under any circumstance desert you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support, nor will I in any degree leave you helpless, nor will I forsake you or let you down or relax my hold on you, assuredly not. Drop the mic. Your answer to everything is right here. It's right here. You don't have to go nowhere else. You don't have to go to the world. You don't have to try to be like Mike, whatever. All it is is right here. He got you now and forever. The problem is we won't let him. We don't let him. This is what we do. Okay, God, you over here. You over here on Sunday, so I'm with you on Sunday. But I'm over here all the rest of the time. Stay over here. I might see you on first Wednesday of the month. I might come to see you on Saturday morning prayer. I might do that. But for right now, I'm over here. And you stressing over here when he got the answer right there. When are we going to finally say? When are we going to finally say? Time out for distraction. Time out for discontentment. And I'm going to get ready to go to the third point. I'll say now, time out for disconnection with God. When are we going to let God be God in our lives? Settle it. That's it. Take him at his word. He's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. If this is right here. Don't believe the hype. Y'all, some of y'all, y'all younger people don't know what that means. The older folks got it. Don't believe the hype that the world tells you. It's a lie. You see these beautiful women on TV like you see me. I'm beautiful today. I got my makeup on, but let me take the makeup off. You'll have a second opinion. Everything that glitter ain't gold. When? When? <laughs> Y'all a trip. <laughs> are we unhappy and discontent because of the world standards and us patterning ourselves after that? Did you know to be discontent is to dishonor God? So we dishonor our creator who made us when we're discontent. Yeah, ah, you're right on that one. We want more, 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 Lord, and we want it now, 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 now. We can't even handle the blessing that he's already given us. We don't even take care of that. I love y'all. Do y'all still love me? I know y'all ready for me to go. I got 20 more minutes. <laughs> Think about this. Think about this. The greatest enemy to the life you want may be the life that you're living. Amen. 
I'm going to say it again. The greatest enemy to the life you want may be the life that you're living. How you living? How do you want to live? If you want, a certain, want to live a certain way, look at how you're living right now. God has provided everything. So if there's something not right in your life, don't blame God. It's many things not right in my life, and I got to look at myself. He said, don't blame him. <laughs> Contentment means not fighting, not frustrated, trusting God's timing. Check this out. It takes a mature person to be content on the mountaintop, but also content in the valley. Can you be content? Like the song says, can you stand the rain? Who sang that? New edition? Can you stand the rain? having fun today because while I'm telling y'all I'm telling me too I got to work out some stuff because I've been tripping we just came back off vacation and I'm, I'm I just thank God for this man because I, I was so anxious and getting so flustered and frustrated on a vacation y'all beautiful spot beautiful places and I'm on him we need to do this. We need to go here. We need to try this. We need to go go-karting. We need to jump down a snow slide. We've done all that before. We need to do all this. And he said, baby, I just want to chill. I was already anxious, but I was making him anxious. And you know why? Because I got distracted. I got distracted, and I didn't get in my word. I wasn't in my word for like three or four days. I ain't going to lie. Didn't even pick up a Bible or a devotion or my phone. And you ain't got to be in there a long time. It takes 10 minutes a day. I didn't even pick up my phone. And I knew that I had got, was pulled away because how I was doing him. And I'm worried about stuff. Well, we don't do this. He said, well, you just chill. I went to my word. Holy Ghost was like, come to me. Get in this word right now. Did I not calm down? I calmed down for the rest of the trip, and it was beautiful. What are we doing, y'all? We're so fearful that we're missing out on something. And it ain't nothing we're missing out on. What we should be fearful of is missing out on God. Let me keep going. Have you disconnected your relationship with God? Point number three. Disconnected means to separate, to disunite, to dissolve connection. John 15, 5, John chapter 15, verse 5 through 7 from the easy to read translation or the ERV. It says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you stay joined to me and I to you, you will produce plenty of fruit. But separated from me, you won't be able to do anything. If you don't stay joined to me, you will be like a branch that has been thrown out and has dried up. All the dead branches like that are gathered up, thrown into fire and burned. Stay joined together with me and follow my teachings. If you do this, you can ask for anything you want and it will be given to you. Have you not asked because you don't know what the word says to ask? Anything, anything. 
so you have not been asking. It's right here. We don't need to go anywhere else. It's here. We don't need to go to mom and them. We don't even need to go to our boyfriend and them, our girlfriend, our sister. We don't, you don't even need to go to the pastor. It's here. It's right here. But what do we do? Okay, keep on. Romans chapter 8, verse 5 through 8. And by the way, all these notes are on the app. Right? So you, I would encourage you to go back and read it. Romans 8, 5 through 8 from the message says, Those who think they can do it on their own end up obsessed with measuring their own moral muscle but never get around to exercising it in real life. Those who trust God's action in them find that God's spirit is in them. Living and breathing God, obsession with self in these matters is a dead end. Attention to God leads us out into the open into a spacious, free life. Focusing on the self is the opposite of focusing on God. Anyone completely absorbed in self ignores God, ends up thinking more about self than God. That person ignores who God is and what he is doing, and God isn't pleased at being ignored. We have been self-absorbed with the house, with the car, with the clothes, with the shoes. I can't say nothing. I'm guilty of some of that myself because you, know you know I'm a shoe and a clothes girl. We've been obsessed with it. So much so, I don't know about y'all, I've had to start really training myself because I would spend hours like he said a few weeks ago. Holy Spirit said, what for? What for? What you doing it for, Diane? What for? Who you trying to impress? You trying to impress people who can't give you heaven or hell. You trying to impress people don't, that don't pay nail bills. Not one. You are trying to impress people who you don't, don't, don't know you and you don't even know and could care less. We're going into debt. We're losing our health, grinding. The Word of God didn't say grinding. He said you will live what? Lightly and freely. You ain't got to grind. All you got to do is go to this Word. Okay, let me give you an example of what I'm talking about on this disconnection. You could put that up. So recently, I walk all the time. I walk in our neighborhood. And um, I call it Little, Little Kennesaw Mountain because it's little hills, but it's some hills and it's some valleys that you go up and down. And I love being outdoors and just seeing the beauty of nature, seeing all the beautiful lawns and homes and all the shrubbery. So as I'm walking, I'm walking up the hill, and I smell this fragrance. I'm like, oh, that smell good. What is that? What is that? And I'm walking up to it. And so I took a picture of the bush. I thought it was gardenia, but I wasn't sure, so I asked Minister Nehemiah. He's our nature man. Anything you need to know about nature, ask Minister Nehemiah. He know it. I mean, he growing bees. I'm like, dude, you straight up nature. You growing bees. So I asked him, and he said, yeah, that's a gardenia bush. So me being my ghetto self, I pulled one of the petals off, 
and I started rubbing it. What I was gonna do was rub it on my neck and rub it on my hands. <laughs> I know that's hood, that's ghetto, I know, I know. But I want it to smell good, especially when I'm walking. So um, I did pull the petal off and as I'm rubbing it, it starts to turn brown. I mean, like in a matter of seconds, it started to turn brown. I'm like, Lord, what is this? He says, and this is where, this is where I kind of got part of this message while I was walking. He says, that's what happens to my people when they disconnect from me. When, they, when, that, when you disconnect from the vine, guess what happens? You shrivel up like that picture, those vines that turn brown, and you spiritually die. Not only spiritually, you start, start continue that natural death, but you spiritually die. I was like, whoa, that's something when we are disconnected. Let me give you another example. You know about uh, how you take a lamp, remember a lamp and you plug it in. There's no light and you plug it in, right? Well, guess what happens when you unplug it? Lights. Back on. When you unplug that lamp, darkness settles in and you lose all your power. That's what happens when you're disconnected from God. I think we have forgotten that Jesus purchased, the, that God sent Jesus, and Jesus purchased us with his, plesh, with his precious blood, and we're to take that seriously. But why would you want to disconnect when it's right here? God is here. You ain't got to go, no. You ain't got to go to another man to get him to satisfy you, to fulfill your needs. You ain't got to do that. Single women, you don't have to do that. All you got to do is step back, get out the way, watch God. He'll send them, and he'll send more than one. You can choose which one you want. Same thing for men. She might be fine, but she might not be the one. Minister Russell, hold on. <laughs> busy complaining about our lives, the life we have, the lives we have, but guess what? It's the only life we got. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you, when I was single and young, I was crazy, but hey, I had no problems, no issues. And I didn't do the chasing. And now that you got Jesus on the inside of you, girl, you better huh, stand back and watch the salvation of the Lord. All this you doing, you ain't got to do that. You ain't got to show no cleavage. You ain't got to show your behind. You ain't got to be half naked. You ain't got to do none of that. I got that one and I was fully clothed. I don't know why I'm all over here. This is not in my notes. 
nowhere in my notes. But I think we need to let our young women know, you good, all, you got Jesus, that's all you need. He will send the right one that will take care of you and take care of you well. You just wait on him. Stop listening to the world till you got to sleep with everybody. You got to lay down with this one. You got to be with this one. You got to butt all out. What they call those shorts now they wear? What's the short? What they call them? Daisy Dukes. You ain't got to do all that. Matter of fact, they respect you more when you covered up. Okay, my time run out. Y'all gonna give me in trouble. So, what should we do now? What should we do now? What should we do now, Diane? First of all, slow down. Slow down. If God don't tell you, and I'm not saying you can't have fun. Yeah, we can have fun, but put things in perspective. We spend more time, I said that earlier, I ain't gonna say that anymore. Slow down. Your life will be so much better if you just slow down. Think about what you're doing before you do it and why you're doing it. What's your motivation? Slow down. Stop complaining and be thankful. And like I said earlier, don't believe the hype the world is telling you. Because if it was so good, why they jacked up? We following jacked up folks. That don't even make sense. We Christians, but we following them. Christians mean Christ-like. We follow Christ. And if you're not a Christian, we'll get you to be one today. All right? Learn to enjoy the season that you're in. That you're in. Be satisfied where you are. You got life. I was at a home going yesterday. Sweet young man, beautiful young man, 23. You still here. Be thankful. Enjoy your life where you are right now. Live like Jesus. Guess what he did? He often took time out to go be with the Father. All the time. All the time. Stay in vital relationship with Jesus. See each day of life as a gift. The older I get, the more I appreciate this gift of life. Because you ain't going to be here always. Choose. Decide to take time out with God today, every day. Praying, worshiping, studying his word. Train your mind. I don't care if it's five minutes a day. You need that to live. Especially in these times. He might tell you to keep your mm, at home. Keep yourself at home. He might tell you that. Don't go there tonight. Don't go there today. Don't go see her. Don't go see them. Don't take them. Stay at home. But you won't get that if you don't spend time. He's our protector. Choose what's imp important and eliminate what's not. Begin to say yes to what matters, and guess what? It's okay to say no to what, ma what doesn't matter. You can say no. They feel it's hurt because grown folks want you to do what they want you to do. And grown folks want to do what grown folks want to do. 
It's okay to say no. They'll get over it. You ain't got to please people. If that's not right for you, guess what? It ain't right for you. That's okay. No, I appreciate it. I'm good. Stop mindlessly wasting time on what doesn't matter. Out of this study, I'm learning. Well, I already started, but I'm learning more and more. All those distractions, TV, got me nowhere. Those people already got theirs. They already got their millions. They're already living in mansions. And we sitting around watching them live their best life. The irony. Who said that? The irony. Yes, you are correct. The irony. Remember, we take time to do what we want to do. So stop saying you don't have time. You're too busy. It's not enough hours in a day. You're doing what you want to do. I can say that, but then I'll go take two or three hours shopping. But then I'm over here. Like I said, he over there. I see you later. I'm going shopping. No time when he's my life sustainer. Right? Time with God is the most valuable commodity that we have. Nothing else will do. Nothing else will satisfy. You can try it all and you will still end up being unfulfilled if you ain't got him right here. Because he was the one that created us to be with him. So we have that longing for him. You can try everything. And a lot of you have. I have. I tried a lot. A whole lot. Still didn't do it. Still didn't do it. Still didn't do it. Nothing would do it but him. Because he paid the ultimate price for you. He loves you. And like I said, only what we do for Christ will last. So it's time out for distractions. Time out for discontentment. Time out for disconnection. But it's time for us to take time with our brother Jesus. If we do that, I guarantee you by what I've experienced when I finally made up in my mind to do it and give my life to him, surrender it all. Am I perfect? No. Will we have a perfect life? No, you will want not because we live in an imperfect world. And we live in it, so we ain't perfect. We know the world's not going to be perfect. But I tell you, your life will never be the same. I came from Arkansas, country Arkansas. Nobody going nowhere doing nothing. And if he can deliver me with all the stuff and the junk that I did and saw, my family, and I love my family, I love them, but we were dysfunctional. Like most of y'all, y'all look at me crazy, y'all dysfunctional too. 
Some days, me and Minister Johnny looking at each other sideways. We still dysfunctional. <laughs> but if the Lord can deliver me, woo, there's hope for you. There is hope for you. So I want to say to those, those of you who said you're tired, You've been distracted, discontent, disconnected to God. Or you might have never had a relationship with him. And you want, there's nothing better. You want the sweetness of God. You want the goodness of God. You want the forgiveness of God. You want the life that God wants to provide for you. You want to walk in your purpose. You want to know the plan. It's not only goodness, it's greatness that he has for you. Amen. And you want to know that while the congregation, we're going to stand right now. No one moving, no one leaving, no one walking unless you've been assigned to do so. God loves you. And he wants you. And now's the time to stop playing to make a decision either you in or you gonna be out if you in it's gonna be the greatest life you've had praise God I trust that this message has touched your heart today listen we don't claim to have all the answers but we do know one answer and his name is Jesus Christ so if you don't have a personal relationship with him today we want to invite you to do so Maybe you had one with him, but you've just gotten away and you're desiring to come back to Christ today. I want to lead you in a simple prayer today. If you would, repeat this after me. Put your hand over your heart and say these words. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that he died, rose from the grave, and he is alive right now. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. As a result of what I've confessed with my mouth and what I believe in my heart, I am right now born again and in right standing with God. In Jesus' name, praise God. We are so excited for you. We believe that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Congratulations. We are so excited that you made the decision to get connected to God. Thank you for listening today. If this message encouraged or inspired you in any way, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and leave a review too. For past messages, updates, and more, please visit us at linkedupchurch.com or download the Linked Up Church app. You can also watch live services, view past messages, and see our dynamic content for children, youth, and teens on our Facebook and YouTube pages. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Linked Up Church. And if you would like to support more of what we're doing, you can give online at linkedupchurch.com or text Get Connected to 94000. Thanks again for listening. Have an amazing week, and we look forward to connecting with you.